me about your background and how you got involved in audio branding. Yeah, hello. Um, my name is Alexander Wodrich. I've basically been a musician for the most part of my life, uh, ever since I was 13 years old. I've played in bands and written songs ever since. Um, apart from that, I have a university degree in business and marketing. I started my first job as an account manager in advertising in Frankfurt, and then moved on to being a brand consultant at Meta Design in Berlin. That's Germany's largest agency for branding corporate identity. It was in 2004 that I was asked to help set up an audio branding department at MetaDesign. I stayed there, we headed the department until 2009. Um, during that time, I was lucky enough to have had the opportunity to be involved in such great sound projects for brands as Lufthansa, Allianz, eBay, Volkswagen and Audi. And now I've been self-employed with my own agency for nearly three years. What are your thoughts on audio branding in general? Well, the idea when we started was quite simple. If, if brands have a visual appearance and identity, it would only make perfect sense to add an acoustic identity as well. After all, if, if you compare brands to human characters, a holistic identity must always involve all five senses. A lot of marketing professionals understand that nowadays and see the potential for the brand image. I think they, yeah, they then often set up projects for audio identities, but what they don't see is that an audio branding is not a project that runs for six months and is then completed. On the contrary, <clears throat> I'd say that's when the, when the work really starts with implementation, keeping the audio identity alive. How do you feel about the Audio Branding Congress, and what do you think people will take away from it? Oh, I think the Congress this year will be really exciting. On the one hand, it's really amazing to see how the community is growing. We're seeing a large increase in suppliers, but also a large increase in completed projects worldwide. The fact that case studies and scientific research are shown makes the whole field of audio branding more valuable. I think everybody can learn from it and the projects that are shown, and future projects will definitely benefit from it. What are your predictions for the future of audio branding? Oh, I still believe that audio branding is just starting. I think we said that five years ago already, but it was true back then just as it is today. The market will keep growing continuously. Companies will keep learning, and I'm sure that it will take at least another 10 years for it to become really widespread with a professional character in companies. Not really regarding the audio results, because there are quite a few benchmarks out there already, but in, in the regard to how companies handle the process and how they implement sound and how they keep on developing, developing it further internally. What are your expectations? I'm hoping for a wide variety of cases, musically, sound design-wise, strategically, as far as concepts are concerned, creatively, and I'm hoping for some sort of innovation. Can you tell us a little bit about your case and what makes it special? Yeah, the DKSH case is actually quite special. The company is a typical hidden champion. It's a top 50 Swiss company. They're, they're huge. They're based in Switzerland and are helping the business partners grow in the Asian market. Most of the employees are actually located in Asia. So the task was to find a distinct sound that lets Swiss heritage shine through on the one hand, but also demonstrate their expertise in the Asian market on the other hand. We did a whole lot of research on listening habits in a number of Asian countries before we started our sound concept. And must say the project was a collaboration of Wodrich Audio Branding and the DKSH branding lead agency Klein & Bold in Berlin. It was quite relevant to use their expertise in this process as well. They've known the client and the challenges DKSH has been facing for the last few years. So it's good to do the whole thing together. 
excellent audio branding has to make sense. It needs a strategic background, a creative idea, and at the end of the day, a cool result that is fun to listen to. Of course, it has to be flexible in use. It needs to work in all sorts of applications and so on, but that's clear anyways. What are your expectations as a member in the panel discussion? I'm looking forward to the discussion. You know, I'm curious to find out just how much science a creative product can bear. I'm always very interested in scientific research and the effects of sound and particularly audio results for the target groups. But one has to understand that to some extent, intuition does play a role. So it'll be a fun discussion. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm interested in the effect that a well-implemented audio branding can have over a long period of time, say maybe 10 years or more. Unfortunately, not that many brands are around that really have used a holistic audio concept for that long. I'm not talking about only using a sound logo at the end of a TV commercial. So that would be very interesting to see. But it's hard, but we'll see. And last but not least, we would like to thank our sponsor, The Sound Agency.